0: The Voice of the Cape. Friday Nasicha on The Voice of the Cape.
1: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, with the clock at 10.41, we're going straight into our Naseeha program and we're focusing on crime and safety and as I've mentioned earlier on, we have the eminent Malana Abdul-Fattah with us in studio, the Imam at the Nurul islam Masjid at Addison Road and also one of the ex-co-members of the Muslim Judicial Council. Malana, as and a warm welcome to the studios of The Voice of the
0: Cape. Um, Aisha, wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa and to our Esteemed and respected listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape I greet with assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh
1: um, It's amazing to our listeners that you know When we um done with Fajr Salah, We can't wait for the datil that comes there after every morning So today I think we have that opportunity we, we have more than just a few minutes But rather almost an hour with Malana In the company of Malana this morning To share you know in the topic of crime and safety Which is so rife within our communities unfortunately We're looking at it not just from you know um, a secular point of view but we're also looking at it from an Islamic perspective as well Subhanallah, you know Malana. one thinks of when you leave your home though you have all that alarms and everything going you probably you know leave your home with a specific dua as well because you know that whatever you do and with any intention that you do things it's only you know with the kudret of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
0: Jazakum Allah Aisha and um, yeah, leaving the presence home is always something which you uh, do not want to do Wish you could stay at home with your wife and kids, mashaAllah, or your husband and kids. So and when we leave our homes, we obviously later waqal to Allah and we seek the protection of Allah Jalla Ala. And crime and safety is quite a broad topic We could spend quite a bit of time speaking about South Africa and the crime situation, how it has increased, how we see the headlines always reflecting some crime. Uh, but we, we, we always begin with praising Allah wa Ala. For everything comes from Allah Jalla wa Allah. And um, it is through the efforts of our mashaykh, our satitha, the sacrifices of our parents, the du'as of our families, the assistance that Allah Jalla ala grants any person to serve the deen of Allah subhanahu okay. wa ta'ala. And we make du'a that Allah grant all those who have played a role in the lives of all the ulama and in the lives of all those who serve the deen of Allah, Allah reward them with the best of rewards in this world in the year after. Amen. And for all of us uh, on air, Radio Voice of the Cape, the, all the du'a, all the organizations, where there are those who are serving the deen of Allah, may Allah grant each and every one of us sincerity in what we do, and may we be with Allah Jalla Ala. Mm. So in praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we realize that everything comes from Allah, and once a person has the protection of Allah, then nobody can harm a person. And one of the best ways to gain a 24-hour protection from Allah Jalla is salah, to pray one salah. A person who prays fajr salah, Allah Jalla takes the responsibility of protecting such a person, alhamdulillah. So, I've mentioned that we can speak about the crime and things such as those, um, but I, don't want, I would not want to talk about something that is um, that is almost as if you're we talking about the others. They are the other ones perpetrating crime, so we are just victims of crime, and uh, that's, that's a kind of a conversation where it, it's almost like it's not involving us. We can just speak on what other people are doing, and uh, the, those are the reasons for crime. But rather look at ourselves um, uh, Is there any way in which we contribute to crime And what does the deen of Allah Jalla teach us about it And how the deen of Allah Jalla looks at it So uh, one of the first ayat which we can speak about is Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Inna Allah ya'murukum an addul ila ahliha, That Allah Jalla Ala orders you To fulfill the amanat of those who have the trust Of those who have rights over you And you have been entrusted with something. So whether it be a trust which is a physical object, whether it be the trust uh, where we have to work time for our employers, whether it be the trust of uh, the buying and selling of goods, uh, in all those facets of our lives, we have to abide by the principles of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to be trustworthy in that. And people must feel safe when they entrust their goods with us, or their time with us, or they have employed us to do a job. So if you look at, at at crime we think murder we think robbery we think of 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 rape we think of um those which are com which commonly make the headlines and fraud sometimes our, our mind immediately goes to politics and politicians and things such as those but we have to internalize it as as well is there any chance uh, is there any chance that i am committing a crime which i think of as insignificant Yet Allah Jalla sees ala So by no means am I saying we should go now on a tirade to point out all the faults that, that you and I have and the mistakes that we make. But it is also healthy to internalize a discussion so that with a niyyah uh, that if I am doing something which is not supposed to be done, then I'm going to make a an intention to change and to be a better person in this regard. Alhamdulillah. And, and and safety and, and therefore crime is something which Allah Jalla wa uh, speaks about negatively in the Holy Quran. In this ayah, Allah is ordering us, and Allah commands us: يأمركم أن تؤدوا الأمانات إلى أهلها. Then Allah goes further to say: وإذا حكمتم بين الناس أن تحكموا بالعدل. And if you are going to, at any chance, at any time, you are going to have to give a ruling between two people, then do it with with justice and, and, and fairness and equity. And here again, the mind goes to a judge or the mind goes to a ruling that is given in a court, but many a times informally, a person is put in a position of of responsibility and authority we have to make a we have to make a judgment and a ruling a A parent many a times will have to see to an argument between two siblings. And they also you can't go favoring the one over the other. That in itself also is wrong. Many times it comes to uh, bearing witness with regard to something a person has seen um, in business transactions. So here Allah Jalla wa'ala is showing us the hallmark of Islam. The hallmark of Islam is fairness, justice and equity. And when these are not seen to, and these are not enacted upon, and then we will find there is an injustice happening, then a crime happens. One is given preference over the other which should not have been. So Allah Jalla wa'ala gives us these guidelines in the Holy Qur'an, and there is a spiritual aspect. When we carry out the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we abide by the orders of Allah Jalla wa'ala, uh, then automatically we attract the rahmah and the mercy of Allah and barakah and khayr from Allah Jalla Ala. Imagine a person feels there is no barakah in my rizq I earn more money than I need yet before the end of the month I need to borrow money from my brother or my father or my mother and I never seem to make ends meet and I'm worried already from the beginning of the month how is this going to pull me and yet I earn so much money or oh, I should be having enough I don't know what happens and then when one looks at one's life and sees that I'm supposed to, uh, I'm supposed to be in work from this time to that time, and I'm not in work from this time to that time. I'm not supposed to take this because why? it's not mine to use, but then I, I use it. And in that way, when we do those things which are, we take which does not belong to us, we don't fulfill the rights of those who have rights over us, we find that the baraka. And the blessings from our rizq, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes it away Whereas others might get less than we And they don't have the worries that you and I have It's because maybe barakah has been taken out from our rizq and while these might not be looked upon as crime, and we think to ourselves, Molana, there was a young girl that was killed two three days ago, shot in the stomach from a stray bullet as a victim of gangsterism, nothing innocent, laying on the ground, telling her grandmother, I can't get up. That is the crime that we are, going, that, that, that we are faced with. Yes, that, that is crime that we are faced with, but... Let us not make any lesser of things that you and I might do unknowingly. We fall into the habit of doing and we ignore it and we just please ourselves. It's not it's insignificant, it's got nothing to do with the bigger picture of things. That is not how we should look at things. And many a times to speak about such issues which are outside of our control. Being aware is one thing, uh, keeping up with, with news is another, but frequently focusing on something which i can do nothing about i'm going to make dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i'm going to beg from allah Jalla to increase the, the the safety that we enjoy the relative safety that we enjoy alhamdulillah that is one aspect but to focus on something i can do now it will have a universal impact a person that does good is going to impact on others and going to be an influence on others that don't even do this small wrong which you might deem insignificant and you're never going to go into other things which are which are further away and which erodes uh, the safety that a person enjoys and which are of bigger crimes. So, so therefore, um, whilst we can speak about many other things and we will speak about it inshallah, Aziz, when we talk about crime and we want to want to focus on crime For me, it's going to be, it might be beneficial to speak about the crime and how it's increasing. But more importantly, let us speak about those things which uh, we might um, be guilty of or those areas which we can improve. So it's not a very negative discussion that I might, you know, I might just be taking five minutes from my work or I might just be um, uh, doing something which I'm not supposed to be doing I've got the company car I'm not supposed to use it to go on weekends And I'm going every weekend to nice Because why I'm using the company's petrol And things such as those Those uh, That in itself is also a crime So we internalize that discussion with Ainiya, That oh Allah you make us of those who are halal rizik Oh Allah you make us of those who don't involve ourselves in crime in any way And in that way we also play a role In a society that is safer And in a society that is crime free And also we play a role In bringing about the rahmah The mercy of Allah and the barakah of Allah. Jalla wa'ala. May Allah make us of those. Amin,
1: inshallah. To our listeners, we are going for ads. Do stay tuned, for we all know um, to be at the radio at this time of the morning can only benefit us, inshallah. Stay tuned. The Voice of the Cape.
0: Friday Nasiha on The Voice of the Cape
1: as alaikum alaykum wa, wa And a good morning As we all say good morning Because we have so many non-Muslim listeners tuned to 91.3 FM And sometimes even they can tell um, You know, us who was at work That yeah, have you heard this on the radio And have you heard that on the radio So it doesn't matter, you know um, We always say that khidaya only comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And uh, do take heed of the lessons And the stories that they tell you That they've heard on the voice of the cape as well In studio we're focusing on the crime and safety With Maulana Abdul Fatahqa, Who is also the imam at the uh, Nurul Islam Masjid at Addison Road As well as one of the Exco members in Maulana. You know, speak, speaking about crime But also internalizing, speaking about Ourselves and how we ourselves Might uh, fall prey um, to Being, you know, uh, people of Crime as well, so we speak of ourselves First before we point fingers at Others,
0: inshallah, <laughs> Once again, warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh, to esteemed Listeners of, of Radio Voice of the Cape uh, from whatever de- de- denomination we find ourselves from, alhamdulillah. We once again thank Allah Jalla wa'ala, and we praise Allah Jalla wa'ala for granting us another day to earn the pleasure of Allah and the jannah of Allah, amin, and the Rahma and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A mubarak and blessed day, a day of Friday in the month of Rajab, alhamdulillah. We are speaking about uh, crime and, and, and safety, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who grants uh, safety. It is one of the great gifts of Allah Jalla wa'ala. One of our Saturday and mashayikh, Sheikh Sulaiman <laughs> Chok hafidhahullah <laughs> wa ra'a Allah grant him a long life in the obedience of Allah mm-hmm. subhanahu wa ta'ala In a tasir of, of, of surah Surah Al-Quraysh uh, Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Alladhi atamahum min ju'i wa amanahum min khawf It is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Atamahum min Allah jalla wa ala who feeds them And takes away the hunger Wa amanahum min And Allah jalla wa ala who grants them safety From khawf Khawf is fear and and fear is something which you have uh, for an occurrence which is going to happen in the future it is unlike Huzan um, which is grief, sorrow and regret a person grieves and has regret over something which has happened in the past in the tasir of this Ayah I remember vividly our, our, our Ustad explaining to us that these are two great gifts from Allah Jalla Ala. Allah who feeds you and removes from your hunger and Allah Jalla Ala who grants you safety and removed from your fear you're able to sleep at night, you don't have to worry about somebody breaking into your home and if you have ever had the the experience La Allah, may it never happen or you speak to somebody whose home has been broken into, then they will tell you that the worst thing was knowing that this person was by my bed this person was in my cupboard, this person was in our house and took those things we never woke up for whatever reason but just the fact that this person was in our house uh, we don't feel safe anymore and we getting a better alarm system, and we're doing this. But it's difficult for us to sleep because we don't have that that feeling of safety, that safety has been robbed and taken away from us. So, so we would find that that safety, that aspect of safety, feeling secure in one's home, in one's space, feeling secure when traveling, uh, feeling secure that nobody's going to come and just rob me or going to come and try to take my life. This is a gift and a bounty from Allah Jalla wa'ala. And our Ustaz taught us that these are two great gifts from Allah Jalla wa'ala. And these are of the gifts that Allah Jalla will take away first. And and therefore, in a community, we must always be obedient to Allah. Always pray to Allah. We always seek the protection of Allah, Jalla wa Ala. For if there are of the of the bounties, the ni'mah the the ni'mah of Allah, which is taken away, of the ni'am and the bounties which are taken away, of the first bounties which are removed from a people, is they will fear, and they, it, it is with regards hunger that no longer will the hunger be taken away, but the hunger will remain. And number two, that security and safety which they enjoy will be replaced. By by fear and insecurity. Allah ma fadna, Allah jalla wa ala protect us. So, our taught mm-hmm. us in the tasir of that ayah, Li ila fi quraishin, ila fi mrehatashita'i wa saif albat, let them worship Allah, the Lord of this house in maka al mukarramah Allah whom that Allah who grants them food and takes away their hunger, مِّنْ that Allah grants them aman and safety security and removes from them their fear. These are gifts from Allah and if a a people become, if a people do such deeds which result in the gifts of Allah being taken away, then those of the first gifts which Allah Jalla take away from a people. Therefore our obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our praying our salah, our fulfilling the rights of those who have rights over us, our being fair and just, our fulfilling our duties, whether it be towards our children, whether it be towards our wives, our husbands, our parents, the, the rights that our neighbors have over us, the, the rights that our employees have over us, that our employers have over us, all of these, we fulfill those and then we hope for good conditions from Allah Jalla wa'ala. For if Allah protects, then nobody can harm. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants rizq and sustenance, nobody can take that sustenance away. And that is where safety comes from. And if we look at the deen of Allah Jalla Allah looks very negatively at, and Allah puts in place severe punishments. In the penal system of Islam, for highway robbery and for stealing, and for even if it be for zina, uh, Allah puts severe punishments in place to show us how much Allah and the Deen of Allah value safety, value security, and how harsh the Deen of Allah treats those who are perpetrators of crime. Uh, one aspect that uh, I would like us to focus on, maybe inshallah, Aziz, is: yes, there is crime out there. There are people who are per- perpetrating crime. Uh, how do we save ourselves from crime? The first step is that to know that if I have the protection of Allah then nobody can harm me. Uh, sometimes a mother would feel like my child is going to school, sometimes there's bullying taking place at school, sometimes it's this, my child's going into a workspace, you never know what happens, my children go to work via taxi or via train or they're going to school via public transport and we worry about their safety. You can't be with your child in the taxi, in the train, you can't be with your child break time in school, you can't be with your with your um, uh, young son or your daughter coming home from a new workplace and having to take two taxis to get to, to home and things such as those. Who is the ultimate protector? Allah Jalla wa'ala. Yes, we have to tie the camel. Take all precautions. Make sure there's a cell phone that is charged. Uh, you're going on the train. Don't wear jewelry that showing everybody that just grab it of me. All those precautions must be taken and should be taken. Yet we must place our trust in Allah Jalla and of the best ways of placing our trust in Allah And seeking the the protection of Allah Jalla Ala, uh, I've mentioned one before It is in the the praying of Fajr Salah And all our Salahs Praying our Salah is a means of the protection of Allah In the Hadith, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi <laughs> Wasallam Actually warns people That when a person has prayed Fajr Salah was Jama'ah Such a person is الله, Is in the protection of Allah and is now the responsibility of Allah. And then Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, be careful and let it not be that Allah has to ask you about somebody who was under the responsibility of Allah. We might understand this better from a, a sense of protection. So somebody says, listen, these people are under my protection. They pay me protection money. You touch them and I will sort you out. Now we can understand that, okay, I'm not touching any of them because touch them and <laughs> there's going to be severe consequences. A person who prays Fajr Salah is under the, the protection of Allah. If anybody should try anything with regards to those who pray their Salah, Allah will hold them responsible for it. Uh, Another way of gaining the protection of Allah, uh, obviously in the morning, uh, our president is Eminent Sheikh Irfan Abrams, (laughs) Hafizahullah Wara, Allah grant him a high, a long life in the obedience of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who are encouragement and insistence. Amin thumma amin. In, in the Saudi state masjid for decades now, after Fajr Salah, he implemented the reciting of these du'as. Bismillahi lazi la ma'asmi shayun fil ardi wa la fi sama wa huwa sami'ul alim. Thrice. And the second du'a, a'udhu bi kalimatil tammati min Sharri ma khalaq. Thrice. It will be recited after Fajr and after Isha. Those who recited after Fajr, Allah will protect them the whole day. And those who recited after Maghrib, Allah jallahu ala will protect them the whole night. And these du'as were made all the time in the masjid alhamdulillah so we at home must also try to implement not try to we should implement these ad'iyah these applications to allah jalla to gain the protection of allah and one other way of getting the protection of allah is to recite ayatul kursi allahu la ilaha illa Hayy al qayyum la if you look at these to us for example bismillah in the name of allah la fil nothing in the heavens and nothing in the earth can harm if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want it to harm. They cannot harm. And therefore you take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah causes benefit and Allah jalla causes harm. If I've sought the protection of Allah from harm, then nothing can harm me. And this must be the conviction. I asked one of my brothers, we have to end on the
1: No, not yet, not yet, No, nah. um, I'm, I'm just uh, looking at it. You know, we, we all speak about the Thursday evening dhikr and both of those du'as that you've now mentioned is definitely, um, you know, two of those du'as that would also be in, in, in some of the adhkar that comes in, in, in the
0: dhikr itself. Yes, alhamdulillah, and therefore you'll find many of our our aqeeda, our beliefs, many of the uh, azkar that have been narrated from Nabi Muhammad Mustafa yes. sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and many of the adiyah, adiyah, the, the plural of dua, supplication. Um, Supplication means dua, to pray to ask from Allah And salah is often translated as prayer Because we pray salah, we pray fajr, dhur, asal, maghrib and isha And dua means to supplicate, to beg from Allah So that is translated as supplication So many of these supplications that are recorded From Nabi Muhammad Mm Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam We find in our di'iyah And if we have to ask somebody who who travels from outside and they have to listen to these azkar and they are familiar with the Arabic language, they will be amazed at the amount of knowledge that's contained in one zikr on a Thursday evening because they will learn aqidah from the azkar that are made, they will learn ad'iyah, supplications from the azkar that is made, they will learn seerah and history from the azkar that are made and in this Allah places, places great benefit Therefore Alhamdulillah Thursday's past, but next week Thursday, we ask our listeners to make an intention to increase in on Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi, alayhi wa sallam and to involve themselves in, in dhikrullah and the remembrance of Allah and every action is in accordance with its intention. Um, when when advice is given if if a speaker like myself speaks uh, to prove that he is articulate and can speak well, then what reward can there be from Allah Jalla Ala? If a speaker speaks that, O oh Allah, you place in my heart that which is correct, and, O oh Allah, I speak to your slaves, I speak to my brothers and sisters in Islam, that we can all improve in, in, in serving you, O oh Allah, then we should also make the niyyah that, O oh Allah, this is what I've heard, inshallah, I, I intend and I make an intention to sit more in zikrullah. And this must be the weekly schedule of a believer. A believer must learn the deen of Allah at least once a week. A a, a, a believer should try to make out time daily to remember Allah. A time at home. You sit with the Quran. You sit with Zikrullah. You sit with a book. Whether it be on the Sahaba. Whether it be on Aqeedah. Learn from your ulama which are the books that you should have. How should I have a library in my home. We must have this time. These times. And do not think that when we hear something on the radio, it's directed at anybody else. My beloved brother and sister in Islam, it is directed at you, you make the intention you make the niya, oh Allah I'm going to take out this time to remember Allah Jalla Ala. so yes uh, uh, um, Auntie Aisha the, uh, I mentioned Aunt Aisha OP. Okay, I don't know how to address it. It's Aisha. Khalati sani, which to buy out. But uh, uh, I'll seek what Aisha because I've heard others also addressing Aunt Aisha in that manner, alhamdulillah. But these askar are very, very important, alhamdulillah. And once we remember Allah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remembers us, alhamdulillah. So those askar are very, very important. And ayatul kursi, alhamdulillah. And if we leave the home, if we don't do any other dua, then say Bismillah. And the best is Bismillah, itawaqal Allah. Bismillah, in the name of Allah. Tawakkaltu ala Allah, and I place my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We can also say, Bismillah walajna, wa bismillah kharajna, wa ala rabbina tawakkalna. In the name of Allah I enter, in the name of Allah I exit, and I place my trust in Allah jalla wa ala. So these are ad'iyah. Um, another very important means of protection which we, should, we should try every morning is the recitation of Suratul falaq and Suratul Nas. It is called the Muawazatain. In the beginning of those suwar and chapters, we see the word "A'udhu." And "A'udhu" means I seek the protection. I seek the protection of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So, on uh, the way to school, before our kids leave, we make them recite this, and we teach them. Allah is the one who protects, and if Allah and Allah is the one who causes harm, you seek the protection of Allah, and nothing can harm you and in this way, they yaqeen and their conviction is also built alhamdulillah. so to have Amman and Amman is uh, something which is uh, safe, therefore you have the name Amin also safe, trustworthy to have aman and safety is a gift from Allah. Jalla How do we preserve the gift of Allah through the obedience of Allah? for when Allah grants us a gift, if we show gratitude. And then Allah will increase in that gift to us. And Allah says, If you show ingratitude, you ignore that gift, you regard regard it as insignificant, you don't even realize the gift of Allah. Your safety, your security, you're having no fear, you don't even realize it's a great gift from Allah Jalla wa'ala. if you don't realize it's a gift, are you going to thank Allah? If you have a gift from Allah, you don't realize it's a gift from Allah, you don't thank Allah Jalla or I don't thank Allah Jalla Ala. and then do you expect that that gift is going to be perpetuated all the time, you just get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is when we are thankful and grateful to Allah Allah increases for us And therefore I make do Allah increase for us in security In safety Amen. And Allah jalla Grant in all our areas that there is safety and, and security alhamdulillah And that we through our obedience to Allah And through our begging from Allah His protection that Allah jalla Protect us It is a huge gift from Allah jalla And the reality Maybe just to end of the segment inshallah Is that Just think that when my child goes to school, I'm fairly content that nothing's going to happen. If something happens, it's out of the norm. If you get a phone call after two or three years that you have to come to school, you have to come to the workplace, it's something abnormal. It is still normal for us to have safety. If somebody gets robbed, it's not a daily, weekly occurrence. There might be areas where... Uh, it happens on a more frequent basis Allah protect us amen. But we enjoy safety We enjoy amen, And we, we make dua to Allah May Allah keep that over us May Allah keep us protected And in those areas where things are difficult We make dua to Allah That Allah bring ease And to all those victims of crime Allah Jalla will grant sabr in their hearts Amen, thumma, amen.
1: amen inshallah Listeners on that note We're going to go for it. When we come back We will still have Mawlana Abdul Fattah in Syria with us <laughs>
0: Friday Naseekah on The Voice of the Cape.
1: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome once again to our Naseeha program on this beautiful Friday morning Mubarak. if you have just tuned in the topic crime and safety with Malana Abdel Fattah who is still in studio with us and sharing you know, such a beautiful Naseeha with us and I'm sure that is not the all, if we could have an entire day, Malana would still be speaking with us, alhamdulillah Malana, we speak about the safety, you've mentioned so many of the um, du'as that can be made and uh, we are, I see that SMSs came through, to, to people asking to repeat the du'as once again, inshallah, we also Said one of the comments coming you know Speaking about the safety of the youth um, Especially and then there was one Comment asking also um, if I Leave my home before Fajr and make my Fajr At work at the workplace do I Still you know um, Will I still be protected <laughs>
0: And once again rahmatullahi wa Wabarakatuh and I don't think we Can thank enough our, our listeners our Brothers and sisters in Islam our beloved Brothers and sisters in Islam for their Interest in, in learning more of the deen of Allah Jalla wa'ala and a question in this case is indicative of the acknowledgement that Allah is my protector. <laughs> Allah protects us. And this is a means of gaining Allah's protection. And I want that protection of Allah jalla wa ala. I will try to do it in the sequence that has been asked, inshallah, al Aziz. The du'as that are made, there's a kitab called Hisnul Hasin. It has many uh, du'as in it. It's called the strong fort of a believer. But we've mentioned uh, a few du'as. There are three. Um, Ayat of the Quran we have mentioned The one is Ayatul Kursi Allahu la ilaha illa wal al qayyum uh, Which almost every Muslim knows Alhamdulillah The second was the Suratul Falaq Bismillah rahman rahim Kul a'udhu bi Rabbil Falaq Min sharima khalaq To the end of the surah The chapter And then Surah Suratul Nas Bismillah Rahmanir rahman rahim Kul a'udhu bi Rabbil Nas Till the end of the chapter Those are the three um, The two chapters And the one ayah Which we have spoken about That brings about A person's protection Alhamdulillah The two uh, Dua and the supplication. We have mentioned are Bismillahil lazila yadurru, Maasmihi shay unfil ordi walafi sama, Wahua samir ul alim. Bismillahil lazila yadurru, Maasmihi shay unfil ordi walafi sama, Wahua samir ul alim. And the other dua was Aruzu becalimatil lahitam mati, min shadrimaholak. Aruzu becalimatil lahitam mati, min Sharri shadrimaholak. And there's a beautiful uh, there's a beautiful um, habit of our elderly people. It happens still today, Alhamdulillah. They would come to the alim, the Imam, the Sheikh, the Mawlana, and they would ask, Shaykh, that dua. Can Shaykh Ashre for me?' So if you go to the Masjid you send mm-hmm. your child to the Masjid, ask the Imam to write it down for you, Alhamdulillah. If you can, um, or, or they can even send it to you via uh, social media, it can it's easily uh, It's easily gained on social media, alhamdulillah, or on the internet, Uh, but you can have those written out for you, inshaAllah, ul-Aziz. And those are the wonderful du'as that can be made. With regards to the question on the Fajr Salah, uh, Fajr salah uh, like all the other uh, Salahs are compulsory upon us and they are compulsory upon us in a certain time, a restricted time from the time of true dawn, subuh sadiq till the sun has risen, that is the time for Fajr salah and Fajr salah must be prayed within that time, we understand it is winter, a person could leave home before sunrise or subuh sadiq and um, would be able to reach work before sunrise and then pray salah at work alhamdulillah, salah must be prayed and should not be delayed till after it time if a person prays fajr salah in its time you will gain the protection of allah Jalla needless to say um, circumstances would obviously dictate that you're praying salah at work normally uh, you would be praying salah in the masjid or at your at your home depending on your circumstances and alhamdulillah we see in in the noodle islam masjid in edison road uh, as the seasons change there are those brothers who pray salah at the masjid at home And then as we come to winter, then you would find every winter when a certain time of the year comes, or when winter comes in at that time of the year, then they would be coming to the masjid year. for they stop at the masjid and then they go on to their workplaces. Their lives revolve around the house of Allah. It is through Uh people such as those that the rahmah of Allah, the barakah of Allah, they are the lovers of the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they, they make their schedules move around a masjid and where they are going to pray the Salah. Allah, you reward greatly, Alhamdulillah. And your concern to pray Salah on its time is a, is a concern that must be shared by each and every Muslim. And a mother must ask her children, where do you go for Jumu'ah? What did the Imam say? Were you early for Jumu'ah? It is very, very important that our young men, that they must pray the Jumu'ah Salah in the house of Allah as with all other Salawat. Amen, okay. um,
1: inshallah. Mal, Mal- Malin, that seems we need to go for another ad break, inshallah. When we do come back to our listeners, do stay tuned because then we will be concluding our program. But also, lots still to be learned from this nasiha. Stay tuned.
0: Friday Nasihah on the Voice of the Cape.
1: Wabarakatuh. And indeed, a warm welcome to our program with Malana Abdul Fattah Co., speaking about crime and safety, and also from an Islamic perspective, but also internalizing and speaking of ourselves and how we can better our own lives, subhanAllah. Malana has mentioned earlier about the various du'a's and also the, the suwa that could be recited, alhamdulillah. But Malana, we speak about the protection, seeking protection when leaving our home, um, that intention that we make when our children leave home as well. But how thankful are we? So which du'a's? Are what should we say when entering our homes. I know that for me, subhanAllah, if I can just mention, you know, when, when I open my doors and there's nobody at home, then I would greet assalamu alayna wa la ibadillahi salihin because I'm grateful that I'm stepping into my home, I'm opening it up and who has protected my home subhanAllah.
0: Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Jazakumullah khairan and once again, assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And to Aisha and, and to our beloved and respected listeners, uh, that that's a wonderful dua when entering one's home and a person must, I would say must, or should, but must would be a more appropriate word, must greet when a person enters his home, even if there is nobody at home. And that is appropriate to, Assalamu alayna, by the peace of Allah be upon us, wa'ala ibadillahi salihin, and upon the, the pious slaves of Allah Jalla wa'ala. This is a narration, narration of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that if a person comes home, and enters his or her home and they do not take the name of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala then shaitan calls to his companions and friends and he says adraktumul mabita we have a place to sleep if that family or that person in his own or her own home they then sit down to eat and they do not take the name of Allah by saying bismillah wa ala barakatillah then shaitan makes a second announcement and he tells his friends mabita wal we have a place to sleep and we have a place to eat just because we haven't taken the name of Allah Jalla wa so when a person enters the house, then a person should greet, even if the house is empty. If the house is empty, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, and if there are people in the house, then obviously we greet with a greeting, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, and when there are people. Then um, we we should greet, it is an order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Holy Quran There are uh, one or two issues on Aisha, we've been speaking about it off air That in many of our our communities, alhamdulillah, we have uh, neighborhood watches And this is to try and gain better safety in our areas And uh, we would find at times In certain areas, the crime is of a nature where outsiders would come in and and, and break in and and obviously there would not be safety, your car's broken, your battery's gone. And in other areas, it would be children from the area and people who are known. In both of these cases, it's Amman and safety which is taken away. So to all those who serve on these neighborhood watches, from whatever denomination and religion, you are doing a wonderful thing in trying to preserve that safety that there is there, Alhamdulillah. And you take sometimes turns and search an hour, half an hour. And in in many areas, in Salta of Alhamdulillah, we are starting also a neighborhood watch. And uh, as a word of encouragement to the brothers, they must not lose heart. And all those who want to be part of it should come, Alhamdulillah. And in whichever areas we stay, let us play a role in that because Amman, and safety is a gift from Allah The one thing I wanted to spend A bit of more time on But we won't be able to inshallah Is, is that just understand the punishment The penal system and the penal code Allah has put in place For uh, for those who perpetrate crime um, I'll speak about something Which is maybe off the topic But come back inshallah in a minute If you look at a person who is married And commits zina It's looked upon as something which happens? It happens in the workplace, happens here. al Billah. It is not something which just happens. Uh, the punishment that Allah has decreed for a married man who sleeps around is death. And there is, that is, look at the punishment and then understand how severe and how harshly Allah looks at that person who betrays his wife. And how severe Allah regards it. It's not insignificant. It's not something you can forget about. It's not something your wife must forgive you for. You'd have been dead if you've been staying in a, in, in a Muslim country. And 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 I speak it with an emotion, not because I'm getting upset, or but I'm trying to drive the point home. Don't take it insignificant. Don't take it lightly. It is not insignificant. Think of of this when you think of betraying your wife uh, and and having a relationship outside of marriage. So this is to und- you can understand the severity. Uh, and the huge sin that you are committing by looking at the at the penal code of Islam, that what is the punishment for that? So in the same way we have, you know, these hijackings. Um, in Arabic it's called the kutta'u tariq, those who cut, the, who cut the road. So it sounds now, what has it got to do with hijacking, somebody who's cutting the road? Well, what happens is, in previous times, if there was a a, a way that you traveled, if there were were hijackings taking place robberies taking place that road would no longer remain a pathway people would choose a different path so they've actually cut off that road they will go to and what is hijacking which you would know today what is the punishment in islam the same death why because that which is the lifeblood of of communities Trade, traveling, knowledge travels through there. Commerce happens through through um, uh, roads that have been set up. And here you come and to such a vital cog in communities, you are destroying it. You are making it unsafe. Look at the, the penalty. Uh, if a person steals in the deen of Allah Jalla with conditions from a safe area, a, a certain amount of, to, to a certain value and then is found guilty and then a Muslim qadi and judge then pass a sentence on a person, such a person could lose his hand. Now imagine, think of yourself without a hand before you want to steal something. So crime, fraud, corruption, hijacking. Um, we talk about others, we can talk about zina as well. These are not things that are looked upon lightly in the deen of Allah. Jalla wa'ala. And from there, we can see Allah wants us to, to resist all temptations to go into that and to desist from doing any of those crimes. And therefore, Allah puts these huge penalties. As a, as a, uh, the right word, a Allah and Muhammad, as a deterrent, that a person should never even think of going into that line. Look at the punishments Allah has put out, and this in turn guarantees safety. This brings about that I know man's going to be cut off. Therefore, we can speak about Makkah and Medina. That there is everything, but they just pull a curtain over, or they just throw a cloth over the table, and they go and they pray the Salah. Nobody's going to take it. Uh, there is safety there safety which might not be in other places uh, for there is that fear that if I do something wrong, that penal code is going to be implemented, I could lose my hand in the process. So just to understand that uh, shortly that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places strict punishments in place For those who threaten the safety of a people, it doesn't matter the denomination or religion of the victims. If a person does these kind of things, for example, robbery and things such as those, and then there is, there are severe consequences in that regard. May Allah grant safety to each and every one of us. Allah make us for those who work towards safety. And if I may, a a, a further point on on, on an ayah of the Holy Quran, we Allah Jalla Ala. In Surah Al-Ma'idah, Allah speaks about وَتَعَوَنُوا al birri وَالتَّقْوَىٰ Assist each other in good things and piety and in the consciousness of Allah and the awareness of Allah وَلَا تَعَوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدَوَانِ And do not assist each other in that which is wrong and that which causes enmity. So therefore... I must not myself perpetrate crime nor should I be of assistance to those who are perpetrating crime I must discourage it I must in no way encourage it or I must not not let it be that people can find a safe house by me and they know they can depend on me to keep things quiet and not to speak about it I must be of no assistance to to where anything wrong is taking place and where the laws of Allah وعلا, is broken may Allah make us of, of those who love each other for the pleasure of Allah Allah grant the sincerity in everything yeah. that we do Allah make us of those who play a role in in the safety that our people require Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all our shortcomings Allah take radio voice of the cape from strength to strength amin thumma amin make it our our, our mouthpiece according towards Allah the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the oneness of Allah and may Allah protect us in this world grant Allah's words to be la ilaha illallah <laughs> and enter us into Jannah amin if I may anti Aisha, a small request if we can make du'a for Yusuf Baruchi he's not enjoying the best of health the former treasurer of the MJC may Allah grant him a long life in the obedience of Allah sabr in the hearts of the family going through a very difficult patch Allah grant shifa and Kamila amin 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 inshaAllah shukran so
1: much and may um, Allah protect as well inshaAllah as-
0: (تصفيق) وعليكم (تصفيق) السلام ورحمه الله تعالى وبركاته